You've seen this place. I need dreams. Who are you? Something inside me is awake. What do you see? Light. Darkness. This is not going to go the way you think. Kylo found you. I won't. We have to fight. Fulfill your destiny. Hello, everyone. Oh, I'm starting like Chris Clemente. Hello. <laughs> no, it's hey, everybody. <laughs> no, it's like hey. Hello, That's what do we it's... have here? This is Rico, and this is a special, a very special Treks in Sci-Fi about last in, last the last of the Jedi. The, I was going to call it that. I was going to switch two words. The last in Jedi? Like, like Yoda. Jedi, it was like, uh, yeah, I was going to call it Treks in the Last Jedi, but that sounded too long, so... Anyway, we are on Skype, as you could probably figure out by now, with with uh, most of the usual team. Uh, we'll just go across the, you know, what what do we got here? Angela, Jen, Rick, uh-huh. Pete, Rick Moyer, Brian, Chris, Joe. Did I get everybody? I think Rick, Rick, Rick Pete. Rick I did say Rick Is Pete. I think I did. I'm still here. He's still oh, there. Okay. He's so quiet and reserved. He's just letting us be so. Silly. Yeah, he's like these people. Good lord. Are you still doing? Are you going to Klingon, Klingon Christmas Carol this year, Rick? Are you going to the Klingon? Are they still doing that in Chicago? Uh, they're still doing it, but I'm not in it this year. Not not this year. All right. So we're here to talk about a little movie called uh, The Last Jedi. Ooh, sound effects. Nice. And uh, I, I hear that right. the whole internet loved it. It, it, you know, and uh, no, half the internet loved it. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of like elections. Oh, we don't want to bring that up too much, but no. Um, here, here's obviously the big spoiler warning. It's been out a few days. You don't have to listen to this. No one's forcing you. I don't think. Nope. So nope, you have been I'm warned. We're going to talk completionist, and I have to listen to every episode. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I do enjoy when people people. I get a, a random email now and then from. I was listening to episode 139, and holy I'm like, moly. holy from 2007. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got to remind me a little bit. So, uh, but uh, no, we're going to talk about the Last Jedi. So you've been warned if you haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about you know, as they say, who lives, who dies. Who's with who? Whose parents are whose parent? Is yep. that right? And uh, and all that other good stuff in between, and, and try to bring some uh, some stability to the force about this whole movie because it apparently sure. has has split the uh, you know split down the middle. We got the light side and the dark side of the fans out there showing up <laughs> in the last few days. People petitions online, remove it, just cross it out of the you know exit out go back in time mm-hmm. destroy the film all the all the, i was gonna say prints they don't print films anymore i don't think i think they do so, do they i do you think they do only sometimes. in austin it depends. <laughs> I, I guess there are still some movie theaters out there that actually need a print right i i think uh, i don't know that it's but, that uh, but sometimes they film it also on film yeah. in order to get a certain quality yeah. but that's yeah. So not on the you know, I hadn't, stuff. I haven't heard a whole lot of anybody talking about. Isn't there a 3D version out? 
I yeah, I saw it. Oh, of course, I, I was going to say, Brian, I was counting on you to talk about that. But the uh, yep. it, it's weird, though, because they opened this big IMAX by me, and I and I saw it the second time. I've seen it twice. Uh, but that IMAX did not – it wasn't in 3D, and which I was fine with, of course. But um, yeah. I just haven't heard any – you know, there's been a ton of talk about the movie, but I haven't heard anybody – I don't think I've seen one person post anything about the 3D version at all of whether it was hmm. good, bad, didn't matter, whatever. I don't know. But I uh, saw I saw IMAX 3D um, on Friday morning. Did it, it really was, do um, anything? Did you did – yeah, you... it, was, it, was, it was typical of – it was just like Force Awakens. It was kind of not – Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of shots look look really great. In, it's always the you know, opening crawl to me that like, okay, that's really cool in 3D. Uh, yeah, you know, beyond that, it's like. The, <laughs> the thing with IMAX is beyond the screen size is their sound system is so good. I mean, yeah, so that that's yeah. What, that's kind of I, and so our yeah, the, the IMAX is IMAX, amazing. Yeah, the local IMAX here it was it was a 3D only option. So yeah, that's I would if it was 2D, I would have gone to see 2D, but it was 3D and it was good. It was, I mean, but it wasn't it wasn't premium ticket good. It was just. It, it didn't really change. I saw it again in 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 two D, and it was you know wasn't any different. So. Okay, yeah, all right. Anyway, so let's um, I guess we'll, let's let's just go a quick rundown with everyone having a little shot for a couple minutes on it, and and tell us your general thoughts, impressions. Like maybe give us a little bit about a little taste of of when you saw it, how, how that was. Were you with a bunch of people? How the audience reacts, so forth and so on. So. I'm just going to go down randomly here. How about Angela? You want to start and then we'll just hand off from there. Go ahead. Well, I saw it um, Thursday night at 730. We went to this awesome theater that had had these seats that were like recliners. So that was pretty awesome. Um, And that made the experience very cool. I thought it was really fun. I really enjoyed a lot of the you know, I'm always a big fan of space battles and stuff like that. I was very emotional when I saw Carrie Fisher just when she first was on. Like, yeah. nothing was even happening, and I didn't realize how emotional uh-huh. I would get. Um, but it was really cool. I, I very much enjoyed the general arc of the story. Um, there's a couple of things tone-wise that weren't my favorite. Um, but as far as overall, I thought, I, I mean, you know, it was, in my mind, it's still Star Wars. It's still fun. And it was definitely fun to see where they're going, and I'm interested to see the next movie. I, sorry, Jen and I usually do this, and we try to be non-spoilery. <laughs> no, no. First, well, we right now we're just thing. kind of easing into it, so we'll get uh, into yeah, like all yeah. the so, um, all the yeah, good details. Kind of overall, you know. Yeah. And uh, there was another thing that was it's it's kind of overall is I really kind of enjoyed some of the ways that they played with cinematography slightly differently. Um, mm-hmm. I, that's so like film nerdy of me, but. Some of no, the, there was some good. cool stuff that I didn't think was too out of character for Star Wars, but it was a different take. Like just some of the ways they used the camera, I just took certain note of. And yeah, um, I would agree with that. There was for sure. there was some things that were like note perfect, and then there were some things where I was like, "What?" <laughs> so that's sort of my overall idea of it. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we go with Jen next? So we'll keep the duo together here. Okay. Um, I loved it. And first off, I'd like to say that I enjoy a good plot twist. And I have not experienced that since I watched 
as a little girl, Empire Strikes Back. And it was so awesome to have that happen again in Star Wars because the prequels, we all knew what was going to happen. <laughs> the, the Force Pretty Awakens, much. Oh my God, he turned it, evil. <laughs> the Force Awakens, we saw it all in the prequel, I mean, all in the previews. And this was just, uh, I, I avoided all spoilers, didn't see anything on Facebook, thank God. And so I enjoyed every little twist that occurred and there were only a few times where I was like no they can't go this way it won't no I don't believe it and it didn't happen but mm -hmm. the the there were a couple of things that I was just like revolted by mm -hmm. <laughs> like what the frack why is this in the movie blue mm -hmm. milk not to put things in but I mean They've done that stuff before. I don't need not to see milk. I do not see to see Luke. I do not need to see Luke Skywalker milking a walrus on an <laughs> island in that months. way. So yeah, that anyway, was... well, he's got to live. But I get you. I get your point. I, yeah, I went to I see it with my little boy and David and um, Aaron's friend. And um, it was fun to watch their reaction yeah. during the movie. And yeah. they were whispering back and forth. They were so excited throughout the whole movie. And when I left, I asked my husband, the muggle in the family, what he thought. And he was like, I don't think I liked it. Hmm. So okay. I couldn't wait to talk to fans because I didn't feel like I had an opportunity to really fangirl over it with yeah. anyone after watching it. And I was just like, what? It's kind of interesting. Because Lynn, my, it's, he's not... my wife, yeah. who's not as nearly into this as much as me, obviously, uh, as you guys, I think, all know. But she really liked the movie a lot. Uh, which I was happy to, you know, have that happen. I was a little somewhat surprised to a degree, but she was laughing at all the laugh parts and, you know, cringing mm -hmm. back at some of the other stuff and all. But, uh, yeah, she liked it a lot. So, uh, yeah, that's Jim interesting. Jim did not like it at all. Oh, like, okay. He all right. Was, well, he's not like, he didn't care about petitions or anything. He's not like that interested in making a big deal He's not taking all of his Star Wars stuff and throwing no, it out the window no, in the trash. Or, but And he yeah. read, you know, he's a... He reads book. He reads the books. He's oh yeah, a fan. yeah. He's a definitely yeah. fan. Sure, he's yeah. definitely a fan, and he did not like it. However, all of us were getting sick and being sick, and so he's going to reserve total judgment till we see it again. Yeah, Thursday in a without better state of being. Yeah, without in a better state of mind. Um, yeah, but yeah, he he was uh, he he did. So anything like, else? He decided uh, to watch the Spurs tonight instead of because he was else, worried. Jen, about uh, general impressions you wanted to say? We kind of cut you out. Yeah, there, there were a couple of there were a couple of characters that I thought went out like Darth Maul and Boba Fett that could have that deserved a little bit more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or did but, um, they? I or kind, did well, they? wait a minute. Yeah, they could be around still, like especially Phasma. But um, Snoke, for instance, who was built up to be this mega horrible not Sith, but dark side power. And I, I almost feel like they killed him off so that they can make more money and books. So we could learn more. About I kind of liked him. it though. It, you were talking about so, twists and no, not to, not I to counter the twist. Yeah, but, I liked but it was what a happened, surprise, but it's, you know? I liked what happened, yeah. but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I wanted to know yeah. more, but you see that's I, I feel cheated you know, about again, not to, not to, you know, we'll get into, I'm sure a lot of this, but, that's yeah. what I liked about it. Those kinds of surprises, you know, where, it, you know, Luke has one of the best lines, you know, well, he has a lot of good lines, but he says, like, this isn't going to go the way you think. You know, it's just that kind of stuff was, I've come to, I've seen it twice now. And, and I was telling Chris, I think on some text the other day, the second time even, I enjoyed it even more because I had gotten sort of, okay, this is the story. Now let's sort of like really look at it. 
and mm-hmm. and it um, I like the fact, like you said, Jen, to begin with, that there were things that surprised us. And mm-hmm. uh, well, the one thing that I didn't get to say, I just I'll sorry. S- wrap it up with this. Yeah. Wrap it up. Well, here. well, you'll definitely have more since, time since Empire. I have wanted to see Leia use the Force because yeah. knowing that she had a connection with Luke pretty set, pretty much set up the fact that she also is strong in the Force, but we never get to see any of that in the the Force Awakens. And I don't remember too many books with her using the Force, maybe a couple. But yeah, usually it's just the mind. Seeing she has a little her connection. save herself by using Force pull, that was so dramatic, first of all, to see her sucked into space, but to see her pull herself back in was just like a, mm-hmm. you know, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I will say now. All right. Next, all right. Next Chris, Chris, since yeah. I, I know you said you had to maybe leave a little soon, but yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, man. You, you, you hated well, it, right? Right? No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm as kidding. I, I'm as, kidding. As, as I, I said on our, our podcast, when, we, when I talked, to, I said there were several moments in this movie. I mean, like this is the, probably the first time in years where I've done the gasp, hold my, slap my hand in my mouth when Leia goes sucked out into space. Like, it hurt. Like, uh, that moment. Me. Yeah. Uh, this, this movie um, is a Star Wars movie with balls. Um, and I don't mean like, oh, this is some badass Star Wars movie. I mean, it's, it had the the, the 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 sack to like say we're going to take all your preconceived notions a lot of them and just completely squash a lot of your theories um we're going to go a completely different way and i love that because you know that's what movies are supposed to be it's supposed to be a new experience even if it's a sequel or whatever or in a, in a long-running series let's face it this is movie Shouldn't number be rinse repeat yeah this is movie number yeah. eight in this particular series or really it's the ninth star wars movie they've made mm-hmm. Uh, to be real, so the fact that they can take these characters and a few, you know, that we've all seen before, and completely surprise a guy like me who has been like <laughs> bathing in Star Wars for forty years at this point, <laughs> yeah, and take me and 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 I walked out of the theater and I said I did not see. I mean, I you could, I guess if you thought about it, you could have seen some of it coming. But as far as I was concerned, that movie surprised me. Uh, the, the like like Angela was saying that the, the the cinematography was stunning. Uh, just the scene in the throne room, the the set, the the way it was shot was was amazing. Um, uh, they took Luke in a direction that people did not like, apparently. But as far as I'm concerned, the movie is about. What it's like to be a legend in the real world when you actually have to live with being a legend, and it's also all about uh, you don't have to be part of something uh, like some great family to be something great. Ray does not have to be Luke's da- daughter or Han's daughter or somebody's daughter or, or Obi Wan's granddaughter. Snoke's sister, she, she, she or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Just like Anakin. I mean, Anakin has different origins, but he was in a slave in a junk shop. She's yep. a, a planet. A crap hole in the middle of nowhere. And except, she except is she? You yes, know. <laughs> she is. Yeah. You guys are all one hundred percent on that. Yep. Okay. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because I mean, I am too. At the end uh, of the maybe movie, a tenth the kid of a with the broom. Yeah. The kid with the broom kind of nails it all home. The kid force pulls his broom to him. He's on that planet. And so he's, he's another again. nobody. Basically, okay. is that what they're trying? Yeah. To? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. It. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Thematically, no, I, it's amazing. Yeah, thematically, it's great. It, it, it turns it on its ear. It's not like you're mm-hmm. from this great line of whatever. Yes. No, you're somebody that can that is in the right place that can change things and uh, and yeah, your origins don't matter. That's let's face yeah. it. 
It's an American movie. It's an American it movie. That's it's a an very American populist movie. movie. Very populist. I agree. No, it yep. is a populist movie. Yeah. This is definitely when a kid's sweeping the the the, the uh, uh, a father pen mm-hmm. can uh, ha- has a rebel ring on. I think he's the kid with the, the next trilogy is about. But maybe did Rose crazy. leave him that? I think right. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's the idea, yeah. right? I anyway, um, yeah. I can't wait to see it again. I think it was the. It might well be. Uh, the best Star Wars movie probably that we've had in decades, but I mean I could be wrong, but I think it's it's right up there. I, I got to say, after one viewing, I was I've not been that emotional. And and the uh, kids liked it, and everybody. Oh my god! Yeah. I was telling the I was telling the guys uh, that you know I looked over at Jackson, and he was like, hop, like when the Lucasfilm logo comes up, he's hopping. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Good. Wait. Yeah, you know, and, and like when we left, like they were like Bella, and Bella loves when you know she loves Ray. It's one of her favorite uh, characters, and well, she had a yeah, great story. Oh, I mean, this movie, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. so I think if I go by when a ten-year-old boy says it was an awesome movie, I go, you know what, you're a hundred percent correct. Of course, we also like um, Pacific Rim, but I mean that you can't really use those two. <laughs> yeah, but it, they're different. You know, you got to yeah, look no, at it I like mean, you know they're they're they do what they're. You know, not every movie can be compared to other movies. It has to be on kind of on its own a little bit, right? So I, I think that it know. was again. I have nothing more to say. The score is amazing. The direction is great. The writing, um, again, there are some. I have some some story beats that maybe I think were uh, not necessary. Uh, like a, like Finn's storyline could be excised and changes nothing really. Yep. Um, it's it's extraneous, but that's that's Benicio fine, del Toro though. <laughs> I know what was he? he was I like, have opinions about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so anyway, anyway, no, no. I I, really, I hear I you, man. It. it was a. I, I yeah. dug it. I I think it's a bold movie, man. And I, I'm I'm so happy that they that Disney could make that Star Wars movie. That yeah. I that you cannot say that this the Disneyification of Star Wars is weakening it because, in my opinion, that was like putting it all on the table and saying, you know what? Here's here's our stuff. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and that's my. I thought it was great. No, no complaints. Joe, other than normal Star Wars stuff. Oh, what me? My turn. <laughs> Joe, Joe, <laughs> Sorry. across like, the border. I, I Joe, I was talking for a long time, and then I get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being on one of those office conference calls. It's like take your phone off mute. Okay, you know, now, now it's time for you to answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I saw it on on Sunday at the uh, got to grandma and grandpa to watch Avery and and yeah, so you just saw it yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Is that yes? Was that yesterday? God, yeah. yeah me, <laughs> me, too. Yeah. me too. It's like a roller coaster. Uh, but yeah, so you know, we went to the fancy theater. I had a glass of Pinot Grigio. I was watching my Star Wars. It was, it was oh, quite these nice. Canadians and their way of watching movies. Come on. Oh yeah. You know, I had a jalapeno margarita. A, <laughs> very <laughs> civilized. <laughs> we're very civilized. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I, I actually find it interesting in a way that that you know you guys are all saying how how all the kids loved it because. Not to say that they shouldn't, but I actually found it to be, it was exciting and it was action packed, but it was a much slower paced movie than, than Force Awakens was. I think Force Awakens was like a nonstop, like thrill ride. This one sort of had big action piece at the beginning and then the middle was sort of slower character stuff and then big action piece at the end sort of. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I really loved it. Super, I, I found it super emotional. I, I, I teared up twice personally and uh yeah i mean you know you guys have have said a lot of it already chris said the the music was great i think this is probably i don't know if it's one of the best soundtracks of all of them it's definitely better than the force awakens soundtrack yeah i felt that way too yeah 
and now that I've gone back to listen to it, it, it's, it still sort of makes me excited. You know, you're remembering things and, and stuff like that, but yeah, no, just overall really, really great movie. Have to agree. The, uh, the Finn part was less necessary, but uh, basically I think that was a, a very sort of convoluted way to get him to where he needed to have his face off, which mm. was sort of also meh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, you know, it's all got its ups and downs and all that, but, uh, no, yeah. good, good. Hey, Rick, Rick Moyer, are you still out there? Are you muted? Rick Moyer? Or we go with Rick Pete? Rick Pete, what do you think? Good movie? Oh, yeah. Definitely in my top three of all Star Wars movies. So I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I went to see it on Thursday. I went to the fan event, which was an IMAX double feature of The Force Awakens at 3 p.m. And then... The Last Jedi at 6 p.m. Yeah, so you got to see the last one and then this one, like, back-to-back. So how did that feel? What was that like? I like that. Um, I purposely didn't see The Force Awakens for a while. So that it was sort of a nice, you know, remembering what that, what everything happened there and then leading right into The Last Jedi. It worked, it worked well for me. Um, they only gave us about a 40-minute break between the two movies mm-hmm. and they didn't have any previews so at three o'clock the movie That's started great. at six o'clock the movie started so i didn't have to worry about Careful. putting any junk in my mind that i had to get rid of it was great um no i liked it it was imax it wasn't 3d it i don't think any of the fan events were 3d i think to see the imax 3d you had to see it by itself mm-hmm. um but i thought it was great the, the movie the imax theater is huge and it was it was probably two-thirds full for the fan event, so that was kind of impressive. I liked it. I um, I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. You know, it's a, you know, it's 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 got humor. It's got some darkness in there, but I, I thought I thought I liked the the chances that uh, that Ryan took with the movie. Um, I didn't think that I mean, the whole Rose and Finn thing kind of didn't really do it for me. Um, it just seemed like that was sort of filler story. Um, the only benefit of it was, I think, like what Chris said, was to get you to that final scene where they're flying the skimmers. Um, but it, a part of me was like, well, this isn't right, because I thought he and Ray were supposed to be having a thing. And <laughs> and now what's who's this Rose? And she's like, you know, jumping in on her business. I didn't like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's my man. What are you doing? You know, and then at the, at the end, when, you know, she was hurt and he was talking to her and she was, you know, giving her a little spiel. And he's looking at, at the base. He's looking in Ray's direction. He's not looking at her. So it was it was an interesting thing. Like, is he trying to decide, do I like Ray? Do I like Rose? What's the deal? Oh, anyway. Ray Kylo got a hookup. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So that's yeah. that's all that's all thing. That that's that. Um yep. I really now like I the like the mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I liked what they did. I liked I liked I liked Luke. It seemed to make a lot of sense going from Force Awakens and right into The Last Jedi. That made a lot more sense to me where Luke was coming from. Hmm. Than if you're just thinking about the original trilogy and then looking at this movie. You can't you can't make that leap if you can't get your head around the idea that Luke has removed himself from the world for a reason. 
right? So you have to figure out that he's he has his own torture going on. I mean, he's yeah. tortured so much, he has separated himself from the Force. I have to imagine that for a Jedi Master, that's got to be pretty huge to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, just as huge for him to then make the decision to reconnect to it. So I kind of liked where he was. I thought it was. I thought it was great when he just tossed a lightsaber over his shoulder. <laughs> Me, you too. Know? Me I mean, too. It made a statement right there about where he was at. Yeah. Um, and, I, and so yeah, and then we get to see his progression to get to where he decides. Okay, I've got to do something. So I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, I love the Yoda scene with him. Um, I felt. I felt like Yoda, Yoda was going to say, "Ah, oh, still a rookie." <laughs> he kind of did a little. He kind of yeah. did. He said, said you know, always thing. looking away and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's yeah. get uh, the last couple of people to get their first, you know, feel for it, and then we'll get in. We'll I'm get off. Into a... I'm off mute now. Ah, all right, go, go. <laughs> Unmuted, okay, so Rick Moyer, go. I had my tickets a month and a half before the show, and <laughs> gave away a couple of pairs of tickets on my radio show, so that listeners could go with my wife and I. So Amy came with me. Um, we got to the theater, and my boss was there already and kept texting me saying, get in here, it's filling up. And we actually filled the entire theater, sold out. And of course, we <laughs> live in Aberdeen, so it was only 200 seats, but still. <laughs> it was like six six people? No, no. Uh, yeah, exactly. I got I got the best seats in the house. Amy and I sat right in the middle of the center. It was perfect. Mm. And uh, there was a bunch of... It was so funny, I got in there, and, and uh, of course, there's listeners and everything, so we had this big, hilarious talk beforehand. And everybody was having like a party atmosphere. And when it started, yeah, anyway, the, the uh, party starts and the movie goes. And it was so awesome because of when you have a whole crowd full of people, the movie, I think, is better because you have reactions to things. So they applauded and, and then we cried and then we laughed and then we applauded again and go all the way to the end of the movie. And everybody just goes wild with applause. It was really a cool experience. But um, I thought the movie was great. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not the one responsible for making them, so I can't really get them to go the way I want them to. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. But, yeah. yeah, and I just, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I mean, I had to transport myself back to my 11-year-old self as I sat in the theater for the first time and watched Star Wars. And when I did that, the movie was great. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. No, it's a good way to put so, it. It, it. You know, I was telling Chris this, you know, over the weekend a little too it's like we spend a couple of years at what i said especially the fans writing this movie in their in your head right yeah so you exactly. go to you go in there and you sit down and you go well that's not what i thought was going to happen or that's not <laughs> the way i would have done it and then you got to think right. about like but still does it work you know what i mean right. and, and are you entertained too you know that that's the trick are you entertained and does it work so uh yeah. but yeah, yeah we we all have these preconceived like Oh no! This should happen, and that should never happen. And oh my goodness, that can't be right. I think and, I think the best part was though the uh, the trying to sell people to be vegans. <laughs> Wasn't that hysterical? I laughed so yeah. at that little thing with his little whimpery. I want a pork now. I thought they were going to be stupid. I like them. Pork on a stick. <laughs> pork on a stick. Yeah. Space chickens forever. Yeah. I have to say that I really wanted. I really, really wanted Ray to be have no lineage and that was something that was very exciting for me mm-hmm. to because uh, i was pretty much anybody i talked to was like no that's not gonna happen she's gonna it, it's you know it's all about the skywalkers blah 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 and i was very i felt vindicated 
<laughs> so yeah. I hope it's still true as you we know, continue because that was true. something that I really was kind of pulling. I was pulling for that. So yeah. you know, one last thing before you go on to the next person, Sorry. I I thought that Kylo, um, in my estimate, he was like Napoleon Dynamite in the last one. I, I just kind of kept <laughs> going, oh my gosh, he's gonna go, oh gosh, or whatever I want to, gosh. He's like and, the Kylo on the one? Saturday Night Live uh, skit, yeah. right? right? Like, right. oh, he's so ripped. But when, yeah. Well, he when is shredded. He st- he's shredded. Yeah, he's got an eight pack. Yeah. He did. He did, he made me believe in evil again. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's well, that's why I think and- he's much more interesting than Snoke, who is just like a you know twirling the mustache. <laughs> on, you know, like, yeah. I, somebody I'm call just, him yeah. like a yeah. uh, Darth MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, but anyway, not, I really, I, not, not to spin off too much, but I, I was genuinely shocked by that whole you know mid scene of how that all mm-hmm. played out. I mean that that. But in a good scene, way. In a, right, yes, exactly, exactly, Angela. In a good way. I'm like, oh, is he with her or is he not? Or is he or isn't he? And, and then it was like, you know, still, it just did. Yeah, through the whole her thing. Her reaction when, oh. when when she's like, don't do this, Ben, you know, after the whole thing. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, that just all worked so well, I thought. Yes. so. Yeah, I, I had that. Did Will she, yeah. won't she kind of part where he's asking her to join him? Like, I was afraid, legitimately afraid that she was going to, well, yeah, you know, go yeah, dark. That, that a little, but I didn't really think she'd ever do that. I mean more that, that is, is he going to become, you know, go, swing back and go off with the resistance? That I meant like is, is you know. Yeah. Oh, I know what yeah. you meant. Yeah, they I, oh, okay. what story, I was yeah. afraid of. Got they told the story I, well enough that you, you weren't you sure really at know. certain points. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Hey, uh, see. Oh, go, oh, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say I was I wanted him to be light side, but I knew he wouldn't because he after he slaughtered Snoke, there can't <laughs> be another bad guy for them to fight. They yeah. just don't have enough and time to build one up. So I knew he wouldn't. But but I also yeah. was yeah, glad that they doubled yeah. down on it. I'm glad that he yeah. didn't go. Like I was very I was very happy because I don't know. I feel like that makes sense. That's something that character would do and. It kind of brings back that theme about, in his mind, he thinks he's doing the right thing. We're going to rule. We're going to rule together. Like Come on, I they could totally genuinely... have teamed up and they could have all fought Bill Weasley or whatever. Well, I think he, <laughs> he genuinely has affection for Ray and has no idea what to do with that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And that's maybe why he's like, okay, about everything. in my Snoke mind, a, um... I have these feelings, mind, I'm confused. Just... Maybe Snoke Ooh, is a puppet, though. Maybe Snoke is a Baylock puppet, <laughs> and there's actually a little uh, like is, is anybody, just a whole has tank of seen... clones of Snoke. You know, yeah, so. has anybody <laughs> has anybody seen um, Clint Howard around? Has he been sneaking around the uh, Star Wars? <laughs> I didn't see any Tranya. Has Tranya? There was a little. Clint Howard's going to be in uh, the Han Solo movie. Yes, a little less up close Snoke. I could have done without some of the (laughs) extended up close Snoke. I thought it looked real good. All right, Brian, you still with us? Brian, (laughs) Uh, um, come on, Brian, um, tell us, tell us, be the dissenting um, view here. I I know you're not, but uh, um, bring us back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, this is uh, Poe Dameron. I'm holding for General Hux. <laughs> that was Kind of awesome. pasty face. Yeah, that kinda, was a great scene. Like, that hear, was awesome. He, but that was he hear, character. Can you hear me? Good. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can he, can he hear me? I have a message from General Leia. It's, uh, it's about his mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't get enough Poe Dameron. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Luke Skywalker was my hero in A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Uh, by the time Return of the Jedi came around, I was in high school and loved the film and characters, but had sort of moved on from the hero worship thing. Seeing Luke 
uh, back at the end of TFA, it was exciting and the prospect of what was going to come intriguing. Instead of feeding my inner nine-year-old, the Luke of Last Jedi fed my current 49-year-old. Yes, for I sure. Could relate, I could relate to his world weariness, his disappointments, his regrets. The character was so much more compelling this way. And just when all he had left was to try and just burn it all down, he comes back one more time to give hope to the galaxy and to my inner nine-year-old. And when you add that coda at the end of the boys in the stable on Canto Bight, talking about the legend that is Luke Skywalker and playing with the dolls, and then a solitary boy stands and pulls a broom to his hand using the force and looks up at the stars and turns the broom upside down, holding the handle up to mimic almost a lightsaber. I'm unclear how anyone who loves this character and who loves this franchise can't be so profoundly moved I know. by what Ryan Johnson and Mark Hamill in his performance achieved with this film. And so I literally have been playing internet whack-a-mole with people. <laughs> I knew you would. Who, I knew you. Yeah, you oh, you're the one out there. Yeah. You're yeah. like, no, you're wrong. What are you, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> problem telling anyone on the internet that their opinion is completely invalid. And because <laughs> you're dead there, to me. They're just, they're <laughs> so, they're so negative about, about how Mark and how Luke was portrayed in this film. And I can't even imagine. The alternative is that Ray shows up at Octu. Ray says, we're in trouble. And narratively, two things can happen. Luke says, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. And let's go whoop, let's go whoop some first order butt. Yeah. And the other one is that he tells her to piss off. And <laughs> Brian Johnson shows the piss off. And <laughs> they rub his shoulder. And that was that so, made sense to me. It's so incredibly bold. Yeah, it makes sense to me, too. I mean, he was... He was going to kill his nephew for the briefest of moments. He, he contemplated, he saw the destruction and death that was going to come of a Ben Solo going to the dark side. And he, he ignited that lightsaber. And that makes Luke so much more interesting, so much more compelling, and gives him a character arc in this film that is so much more like, engaging for the audience. Well, plus, he had seen yeah. what happened to his father, right? Sure. I, I, I this mean, is, this, this yeah, is a guy that's seen people... And he even yells at Ray, you know, you went right to the dark side. You just jumped right up and faced it, you know, or whatever, you know. So in in a way, he probably thinks he's like trying to save him in a way like, oh, no, sure. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stop you right there. Right. Type of and, thing. So and, and and, you know, and when it comes to Snoke and his his quick his demise, people are like, oh, we need to know who this guy was. And I and nope. my response to them is like, no, it is completely immaterial as to who he is or, or where he came from. All that matters to the story that we are being told right now is that he's a dark side user who polluted Ben's heart. Would it be interesting to see how he did that and yes. where he came from? Sure, absolutely, no problem. But what matters for this story is that it happened. And what matters for the story is that by the time Luke got there, Luke missed it and he blew it. And that is a man who's sitting on that planet waiting to die, who has disassociated himself from his family and his friends and the force. And the reason he's there is that he he created this academy, he created this, this environment, and his nephew and Leia's son is now out causing all this destruction, and he blames himself. 
And that is so incredibly powerful, uh, the fact that he's trying to deal with this. And what was so great about his dynamic and, and the stuff between him and Ray was some of the between him and Ray and between Ray and Kyler were the, some of the best parts of this movie. It, it was it was so compelling. It was so strong. The acting was so good. And Ray leaves and Luke is just he's not going. He's done. And nothing Ray can say will change his mind. The only thing that can change his mind is when Yoda shows up. And Yoda shows up and tells tells him you're an idiot. All of this, these trappings don't matter. None of this matters. And your failure is where you're going to get your, your greatest strength. What an incredibly, incredibly powerful lesson to learn yeah. for Luke. And he sacrifices himself to actually not defeat Kylo Ren. He didn't show up on crate as a, as a force projection to defeat Kylo Ren. As Poe said, he's buying them time. He was there just to simply be that glimmer of hope for people and the fact that we get to see at the end that that actually resonates with the galaxy, that people are going to know this story about what he did, even though no one's going to understand that he wasn't actually there, it doesn't matter. And I just think that is just so incredibly wonderful. And the, the, the slate is blank. The one person on this earth that I feel bad for, J.J. Abrams. Because, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, how are you going to follow this up? Because J.J. has, JJ has said... He read the Ryan Johnson screenplay and wished he was making it. So when people say, oh, well, Ryan just threw out J.J.'s ideas. No, no. Nope. Ryan, Ryan put a fine point on them yeah. and now turned it around to J.J. and said, on you Your now. Turn. You've got to finish this. And <laughs> I, I can't wait to see what he does because now J.J.'s challenged. He's challenged to make this sort of come together. And yes, do we jump forward 10 years? What's going to happen? You know, Kylo irredeemable at this point. This is it. I mean, yeah. he had his opportunity. Agreed. The moment Adam Driver held his hand out to Ray in that scene in Throke Snow's room, uh, Th Snoke's, Snoke's throne room, when he was <laughs> dead. You? Yeah, thanks. And holds his hands out to say, join me. And before they cut away, he goes, please. I mean, it was, it was, I was feeling so much for Kylo Ren. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so conflicted. And, mm -hmm. and yet, when Ray then, instead of reaching out to grab his hand, grabs the lightsaber, that's it. These two are now at mortal ends of, of the spectrum here. They are, they are, they're never going to have any sense of semblance with each other, but they're still so connected, and it's going to be an amazing story from here on out. So I've used up all my time, but that's, I love this movie. This movie was outstanding, outstanding. The, the thing is, though, is that everything you said is compelling, and I do agree that Every single thing you said is correct, but there are certain tonal things that happen. Some of the comedy is misplaced. Some of the visuals are misplaced. Some of the things that are extraneous, we spend too much time on. And some of the things that we need to know, not necessarily backstory or whatever, but, but some of the things that I would have liked to have known and seen were not shown that it's, I feel like there are some distractions and that, that there needed to be some tightening. Like like everything you said is correct, and if that was the story, if that was if that was the whole movie, I would agree more completely with you. I don't want to be this dissenter, but everybody's no, so good. excited that I want to throw it in. I just want to throw in there. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I mean, the, and also the, the, I've the had a nine day stomach bug, so I don't give a crap about anything. <laughs> anyway, um, no, it's it, it, and that's the thing is that like that's the a couple of things that tore me out and. I agree with everything you said. Every single thing. If I were to see that on paper, I would be like, oh my God, this is perfect. 
you know, I agree, I agree, I agree. All the things you said about the throne room, everything like that. But then there's things, little things that just pull you out of the moment. And one of my things, because you're, we're looking at the smaller story between these two people, between uh, between Luke and the Force, and between Luke and, and Ray and Ray and Kylo and the family and whatever. And the little boy, yes, I'm very excited about that. But what pulled me out of of uh, uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and Jen and I talked about this earlier, so she's already heard me, um, is when you get in these insurmountable odds situations, I, I lose connection when it's like, okay, well, here's this army of 10,000 orcs, and okay, well, this is like 10 million orcs and 10 zillion orcs. We're not just dealing with I mean, it, it's it becomes so insurmountable that something really ridiculous has to happen for the good guys to win. We're down to one house full of people mm-hmm. in the whole one Millennium Falcon. One Millennium Falcon <laughs> full of people, and yeah. that kind of thing. Like dealing with that reality, it doesn't discount any of the things that you said because so all true and, and wonderful. But that kind of stuff pulls me out because it's like, what kind of magic gymnastics of storytelling are they going to have to do? For this to be plausible, that they're going to be able to pull out any kind of a win. And what does that win look like? Well, maybe it just goes completely dark and it says, screw you guys, dark side wins. I mean, yeah, I, could, I, yeah. I don't want that story. Yeah. I, I want I want some sort of triumph of the human spirit. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know? let's, and, let's, give, let's give them a chance to tell that story yeah, in episode exactly. nine. Let's, and I'm, let's and let, I'm fine with that. But anyway, so like that kind of pulls me out because I'm like, okay, well, is this going to get more ridiculous? But... That being said, it's awesome. <laughs> it's still fun to watch. And and I was thinking when y'all were talking about the score, it's like, when you're talking about Star Wars scores, is it awesome or super awesome? I mean, it's not <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, John Williams, come yeah. on. Yeah. Ladies hey, and gentlemen, hey, Rico. John Williams. Hey, Rico, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to scoot, man. All righty. All right, bye, Chris. Bye, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for bye, showing Chris. up for, for it. No problem. See All right, hey, I'm gonna Bye. I'm gonna pop in. I haven't I haven't really said much except I've commented a few along the way of of my. Uh, obviously, you guys know I liked it. I, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I saw it Thursday night. We had a little trouble with the sound, which I put up on the Facebook group. Oh yeah, which what was, was weird. It, it was basically, and it was Lynn and I and, and my oldest son Stephen and his wife Marcy. So the four of us went uh, on Thursday night to the fan event thing, but not the dual movie one. This was supposed to be. You, you paid a little extra. I got a little set of, like, ec- extra-sized tops cards for it and, and, and bad sound. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, yeah, they had trouble with the, the audio, um, the dialogue track of the, of the sound. Hmm. Great music, great sound effects, but you could barely hear uh, for about the first, hmm. especially for the first 10 or 15 minutes, the audio of the the voices which is kind of important especially with uh a holding for general hux uh you know that whole bit oh yeah but i did see it again on friday with a friend of mine in in this new massive super imax near my house which was amazing i mean the seats were vibrating from from the roar of the (laughs) engines and just just like i mean it was just incredible sound like you guys were saying earlier brand new theater Mm -hmm. just open for star wars actually for this movie uh, but yeah, I loved it. it. It was really interesting the first night seeing it because, you know, as I was saying earlier, you know, I had this movie kind of like, oh, you know, 
Ray's going to go get some training from Luke and then he's going to like, okay, here, you know, lift the rock, you know, you know, the size does not matter. You know, we're going to, Ray's going to be carrying Luke around the island, you know, and he's going to be giggling and laughing and, you know, give me my light back and all that. And, you know, R2 is going to pop out or something or whatever. And, um, and Chewie will be there and they'll all like, you know, hop in the Falcon and go save the galaxy. And, and like Brian and others have said, you know, that's not what happened, of course. And, and then for, you know, my in my brain as I'm watching it, and, and, you know, Star Wars has always been, I think, for all of us, it's as much brain as it is. Well, it's probably more heart emotion than it is brain because, yeah. you know, these movies are a fantasy. They're not sci-fi, really. They're, yeah. th- this this is, if, if I, I forget who it was that said it, but... I think maybe Brian and a couple of others, but I mean, if, if you are a fan that that's, that's what really you respond to. And my mm-hmm. heart, you know, was in this movie, you know, with the whole stuff with Leia, with Luke and, and, and like most of you have said, you know, and, and I know, I think a lot of us have read, you know, Mark Hamill, when he first read this was like, Oh, that's crap. Luke can't be doing, you know, he can't be this bitter old guy living on an island as a hermit. That's that's not a hero. That's not what he was. And it's like, yeah, that wasn't what that that's not what he was. But that that's where he is now with things that have happened to him. So um, mm-hmm. so it's a little. I could I guess I can sort of understand some of the people out there and their reaction. But once you flip that switch in my, you know, once I flip that switch in my brain and go, that's okay. This is what they're doing. Then I'm like, you know, okay. All right, I'm in the roller coaster. I'm in for the ride, and it's not. Yeah, I think that's the problem with the other people is that yeah. they can't flip that switch. This isn't just yeah. stupid, straight up, you know. And I deny space their opera. comments <laughs> that we're just, you know, fanboys, fangirls, and we're just sucking this stuff up. We're lapping up the milk that they feed us, or whatever, like those little creatures on the little blue blue milk, or, or no, sorry, green milk. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Now we're now, but but you know what I mean. There there are people, the fans, uh, you know, some of these fans that don't like the movie out there. They they're saying oh we're just gonna take anything they shovel at us no I didn't like Rogue One and I'll still say that I I you know so I'm not not to it wasn't my favorite let's not, either oh let's my not gosh digress. you guys it's better every time you watch it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we watch, but I, I you know we, yeah, I didn't I don't I don't uh, hate it you know these guys oh, that really? are just like yeah. ready to hate you know I'm like it, it's a movie you're not gonna hate you know like anyway I mean that one that movie just wasn't my cup of tea but this one. Again, once I got past that, I was like, yeah, yeah, I see this. And what I really wanted to say is while while I enjoyed it the first night, we get so built up with this stuff that it's really kind of hard. I'm going to tell everyone who hasn't. Mm-hmm. There's, I think a couple of you have. But when I saw it again on Friday, and of course it was in a much better theater with better sound, so that was part of it. But that movie the second time was like, oh, my God. It was even – it went from about a B – B-ish grade from in my brain to an A. I mean, it just like okay. now I get it all. And yeah, I, I I do say yeah, there are there is some parts where like you're saying, Angela, there's tones and things that change. But if you go back and watch just about every Star Wars movie, there that happens. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying they always have these pacing things and they go they cut mm-hmm. off to some other thing going on. Uh, that you you kind of go like oh wow that's really we're we're losing it or whatever and 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 the humor thing I, I I'm gonna defend that a little bit go back and watch a new hope <laughs> there 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 are so many dumb jokes in, in the in all of these movies I think frankly 
one of the things missing in the prequels was some of that. You know, that, yeah. that I yep. agree. That like get this big walking carpet out of my my way. I, well, the one thing's for sure, we're all going to be a lot thinner when we got. I mean, they the, these movies are full of that kind of stuff. So yeah. while while some people can you know those jokes sometimes can hit and not hit, I was fine yeah. fine with it all. So. Um, but uh, but again, I think I think this is yeah like like a lot of you guys have said this is there's a lot of bold choices here and they did not make a movie that was just like yeah we're just gonna feed you you know like if they you know yeah it, it, check if, the boxes if, fill yeah, the template exactly check <laughs> mm-hmm. the boxes you know Luke goes back saves the day which would really have undermined the whole Ray story of course right yeah right he oh, does help but but he does not change it's not like he just goes from being a hermit for. Who knows how long, right? Ten years ish, maybe after the whole Kylo, you know, thing yeah. happened, maybe yep. ish. Yeah, so, right. so, so yeah. he's not going to just go. Oh, yep, I'm with you and stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah. One of my things yeah. I was going to say anyway, about I'm good about yep. Luke and his in his attitude in this movie. To me, it humanizes him because mm-hmm. what happened to him caused him to lose his faith, and I think that that that. Mm-hmm. is 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 realistic it's something that people can identify with and um for someone in his situation it, it's understandable and i like that in the end he got that faith back yeah so i think that 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 is a more powerful story than him just being a superhero that comes in and saves the day mm-hmm. yeah yeah so. that's not a story that's just nothing <laughs> right yeah All right yeah, if if it wouldn't have taken, if it just took some strange woman to show up and say, "Hey, uh, we're having some trouble. You want to come?" Okay, yeah. Oh uh-huh. man, I didn't yeah, know. Sure. I, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I mean, the only thing that I thought might have pulled him back more, and and it does happen in the movie, is is uh, Leia, is our right. two yeah. plays the and and he says uh, that's a dirty dirty trick or whatever line uh, yeah. he says something like, and that really <laughs> actually. Does those were my first them. tears? I cried. Well, oh, that's when the hologram came up, and I was uh-huh. bawling. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was a great little moment, and it worked so well because he did at that point at least go, "All right, well, I'll sort of give her a few pointers," or I you know, he, he did start to um, train her at that I point also, a little. And so. I read today uh, something about because everybody was trying to see, okay, what are they gonna do with Leia because of Carrie Fisher, and. I, I read something today that um, Carrie Fisher actually worked on the script with Ryan and that yep. she was very instrumental in saying, you know, Leia has this journey she needs to go on and they finished principal photography before she passed away. Yep. And so I love the decision that they made to just do it, to just see the movie through to what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. and then finish her story however they see fit in the next movie. I, yep. I'm very, like, because I was worried every time, like, somebody looked at her cross-eyed, I was like, oh, my gosh. She's gone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What's going to happen? Well, everybody <laughs> thought when he, it was like it was like the whole <laughs> Wrath of gonna... Khan, Spock dying in the simulator at the beginning again, right? It was well, like, why, it was like well, oh, she's dead. No, she's well, not. While we're talking about the original trilogy characters, I mean, we talked about Luke. How about, let's talk about Leia. So, I mean, personally, I felt that that was Carrie Fisher's, one of her greatest performances. She was She awesome. was amazing. Oh, she, was she was so good. Yeah. She was, was I mean, beautiful. it was, yeah, well it was written. beautiful. It was, she's on point. I mean, I think that it was hard for her to go back to acting after, you know, for the first movie too, for, uh, I'm not first movie, for uh, Force Awakens as well. But I think she definitely found a good place. 
Yep. Uh, she wasn't in Force Awakens that much. Um, yep. And so it was it was very cool to see her actually acting and interacting and being a general, being being General Leia, and then also being surrounded by all these other, you know, uh, powerful women, that powerful, mature women who are in kind of in charge of this thing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for me, and obviously that you know, I've grown up with her as a role model and to see her kind of continue to be a role model, uh, not just Carrie Fisher, but for Leia to continue to be like a realistic, strong, not just like I'm a badass, but I'm conflicted and I'm complicated and, and I'm still willing to fight the good fight as long as I can, you know, that's sorry. Now yep. I'm getting emotional. Well, what, yeah. One of the things but, that I really liked was that yeah. the, these three, the three main new characters, you know, uh, Ray, Ray, Poe and Finn all learned like valuable lessons in this movie. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. They, they all learn very important things. You know, Finn's trying to sacrifice himself and he doesn't. You know, uh, Poe learns he can't just be like a cocky guy all the time, that sometimes he has to think, right, Mm -hmm. and not just jump in an X-wing and blow something up. So, (laughs) so, and of course, Ray learns a a lot and a ton, too. But that, you know, I was talking to Chris the other day a little bit, that these characters, to me, one one of the biggest things about these two movies has been these new characters, I've totally, like, I'm I'm, I'm with them. You know, like, they've sucked me in as much as the original trilogy characters. Yeah. And if that hadn't happened, if they had been not as well cast or was well acted or had their stories not as well told, that wouldn't mm-hmm. be the case. But yeah. I, I'm totally with them 110%. And, yeah. and that they well, all learn something here that's going to help them finish this, you know, in the next movie. So so I thought that was really great. They all got something like that in this movie. You know, I think in a, when you look at the movie with those three characters... Each of these three characters had a leadership arc. Mm-hmm. With Paul, it was very obvious from the, you know, from the very beginning. Leia needs to teach him how to be a leader, not how to be a warrior. And, you know, the, the last scene, the, I, I started crying when Luke force projected and, and had that time with Leia. Yeah. Well, and knowing that that's going to be the last, yes. you know, knowing uh, that's gonna be the last scene they have. Don't. And that scene was so prophetic yeah the way it hit me was was tremendously prophetic and then at the end when you know poe figures out hey you know we're gonna follow the ice monkeys whatever they are and they all everybody looks at leia and she's like why are you looking at me follow him yeah exactly it's not just follow him to get out of the cave that statement was follow poe who is now yeah, you know, he's, he's the yeah. de facto. Yeah, yeah. You know? yep. So I mean, the fact that she was involved in the writing, it just makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. You know how much? Yeah. How much of that was lay? How much of that was Carrie saying? We need. Like, Carrie was a script them. doctor. Yeah, and I mean, she's so smart. I, I, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm not going to th- talk about her anymore. The <laughs> thing with the thing with the thing with Finn, um, you know, people are also one of the things that people seem to be complaining about is the whole cancer bite sequence. And you know, when we start this film, Finn gets out of that suit and he's immediately going to the escape pod. Now he's not. We know he's not running away because he's a coward because mm-hmm. he wants to try and uh, to find Ray and not make make sure she doesn't come back to this big mess. But the reality is, is that. Finn is still in is still hugely conflicted about his role in all of this, and yeah. I think a lot of people for, have forgotten that yep. about three days ago he was a stormtrooper, and now he's not. And exactly. So 
And yeah. you know, and so he meets Rose. He's trying to he's trying to get in the skate pod, and then he has this adventure with her. She educates him as to what's happening in the greater galaxy because he has no mm-hmm. idea. He has no concept right. of what's happening. So we know he's loyal to his friends to a mm-hmm. fault. And but he sees these he's... slaves, basically yeah. these kids, these animals, you know, all that. The the rich and powerful. There was a little bit of mm-hmm. current political blah 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 put in there totally. i mean you and, know and but i don't mind that but i'm okay yeah, yep. I, yeah yep. and he so finn finn learns this lesson from rose and you know then he gets the crate and wants to sacrifice himself and had i not known that he made it through this film or actually he'd already said he was already signed up for nine anyway so he had said that publicly but i knew he wasn't going to die but boy i was like He's not going to die, right? Because he's like hitting. Like, it was about a but, second. Yeah, you're like, are yeah. you going to die? Are you going to? Really? But I mean, so, but but going to going to Canto Bite with Rose is what is what moved his character to here mm-hmm. to where yeah. we are now, yeah. and that's so and that's very powerful and important yeah. to him. When it comes to Rose versus Ray and Finn and any Finn is in love with Rose and Ray is going to needs to go and do her thing. So that whole, that's all that's gone. At I this. agree with you. And I think for Rose and Finn, as well as for Ray, I like the idea of Ray having this hero's journey without or a without yeah, a specific a love <laughs> yeah. interest. I enjoy sure. that. Yeah, and agreed. I realize that that's sort of, yep. Super well, they can be care, you know, they can be, that. you know, just like they care about each Rose, other and friends, you know, not, not like, you know, we're, we need Chris to be here. Not, not, what does he call it? Book sex buddies or book whatever. <laughs> oh my so, God, so, what? so, the, so they can be, <laughs> they, they certainly care about each other. That's perfectly fine. There's, you know, movie, yes. movies and everything yeah. in television doesn't, they don't have to have, you know, a guy and a girl meet. They don't have to immediately, you know, they can be good friends that that care about each other that's and and raise the look here like you know yeah. she's she's yeah. supposed to take a journey on her by herself yeah i mean basically right. yeah, I, I, I mean they, ron yeah. and hermione get together and not ron and, or not ron and harry not hermione oh, and harry I, I gotta be i gotta be perfectly honest ray ray to me is even more Wonderful than even Luke Skywalker was to me. This character of Ray and the way Daisy Ridley portray- has been tr- portraying this character, I am so sold on her. I am just, I think she, I, 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 you know, someone asked me today about which characters do you think like you want to Jensen emulate? I'm like, Ray. I, I mean, if Jensen could be, you know, 50% Ray, 25% Poe, and 25% Finn, I'd have the perfect kid. I mean, it's like she's. She's so she's just wonderful. I just love love. Well, it's great. And I mean, you know, Luke was sort of like you know he he came from nothing, but he came from like good nothing. Like he was relatively happy. He was bright eyed kid. Blah blah blah. Ray came from crap, from like yeah. suffering and living by herself in a burned out walker and surviving. Um, when, when Ray when Ray says to Kylo when he says you know who your parents are, and she says they were nobody, and the tear comes down her face. Oh my god. Mm. It, yeah, it just it ripped my heart out. I was like, she's always known, and now she's having to confront it. And it was just, it's incredibly powerful stuff. It's like, that's what kept her going, that, yeah. that lie. It was just yeah. kind of a little throwaway that I latched onto that I think is so interesting is something that Snoke said. I th- it's not a throwaway, but it's like something Snoke said about the idea of Kylo almost making Rey, like, like the way that the Force is... Cr- the way the force works is that if you get someone darkness super powerful, rises, that there's light. darkness and yeah. light. 
is yes. going to rise to match it. To match and it, so yes. that's not how the force works. <laughs> Everything you said is, is, is and, wrong. But I really, Jen and I were talking about this earlier too, about the idea of the force getting back to its roots as uh, getting away from midichlorians and getting back to this idea of the force as a more, as this energy and the something that, and that it's something that's not good or evil. It's just sort of, you know, it's part of us. And, yeah. you know, some people just have more control over it than others. I really love that. And this light side, dark side thing. Love it. Love it. Love it. I love that. So yeah. that was very cool. Well, it's the, and it's that usual, it's, it's the, it. it's the balance of the force situation of like, yeah. you know, if, if, you know, you push, you push this way, I'll put this thing will push back. Right. Right. That, that yeah, it's the yep. pendulum that swings. Yep, exactly. Um, and uh, and the fact that they're, you know, especially like, you know, it's illustrated. They're both trying to pull Luke's old saber, you know, and and they're mm -hmm. pretty much even there. And it just splits it apart. I mean, that's but a very, that's very, that's it's a very like, it's an epic scene, yeah. but it's also very telling, right? That, yeah. Like, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly what Snoke. Right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Completely, completely. That's what Snoke just told them. Before he got like you know, chop 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 chop. <laughs> well, it belonged. It belonged. It belonged yeah, to Darth Anakin. Maul. It belonged to Anakin before it, before and after the dark side. So of course it would be split in half. So yeah. that was the yeah. symbolism there Ooh, too. So. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did Absolutely. anybody That's notice? I, I read something online completely like like you were saying, Angela. Just a complete tiny little thing. Even le there was a, supposedly in Luke's little hut. There, there was a. Um, vader's saber or part of it the crystal or something hanging no, on the wall he did he, you hear he this a, brian yeah he had a red he had a he had an amulet around his neck with a little red crystal and the speculation was that that was the kyber crystal from, from darth vader's saber yeah but i i don't i don't recall in the film actually when i actually i saw the map reader thing that you see in battlefront 2 in the uh, yeah player but i never I never really guys saw the crystal and obvious, and there was never any saber, actual lightsaber. In Not it, little it, lightsaber bits, just the crystal know. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah just just just, just, a, just a small thing. But the yeah, um, yeah but the I, I, I'm curious as to what people think about the new like Holdo and DJ because I do have to go soon. I was I just was kind of curious to hear what you all thought about the two, those two characters. I thought they were good. I, I I enjoyed them, and they weren't like other characters. You know, I I like that they bring in characters that are not just like, okay, let's cookie cut out another hero or another whatever mm -hmm. Akbar or or whatever. No, I, I I thought they were well done. For well, I think I think about DJ Chris said it well in in our stacks episode. He's he's sort of the example of you know the the scoundreliest scoundrel like he's not every scoundrel is has a heart of gold you know like some of them are just bad people <laughs> or uh, opportunists I I mean, yeah. but i yeah. like the whole lesson there a little bit with with the whole thing like look they sell to the bad guys they sell to the good guys we just yeah. make money and that's a real y smuggler you're only <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're only really like it's like only to your perception are you the good guy right or even or even, the bad guy better. Even better was it what he said as he was leaving. He said, "Yeah." He said, to, "He said, he said, big F to Finn." He said, "Today they blow you up. Tomorrow you blow you you blow them up." I mean, that's literally how this world goes around. Yeah, and that's mm -hmm. how he lived his life. So I I thought the character I thought it was great, and I love the choices that Del Toro made in regards to his performance with the with the stutter. I'm sure that was I'm sure he contributed to that idea, but it just made him so different. And it, I I, yeah, I, I just was, thought, I don't. But I felt like. The only thing with that is that I felt like if I were the casting director, I'd be like, I want a Benicio Del Toro type. 
and not necessarily Benicio del Toro. <laughs> it seems like it seems like you brought a bazooka to a knife fight. Like like it's Benicio del Toro. I mean, I think like, they do that really? on purpose, actually, Angela. Though, yeah. in, a, in a way, I think they do that sometimes with these movies because it's like, oh, look, you expect this guy to be, you know, hey, he he's a big time guy. He's not going to just come on and do. It's almost like a little misdirection, right. yeah. sort yeah, of. Yeah, I guess. Somewhat. Like, I mean, maybe. He probably is, maybe he just wanted Order, to be in Star Wars or something. If you watch Law & Order and there's a yeah. guy who is famous in Law & Order, he's the murderer. He's I the mean, like Oh, that, yeah. Well, that's a trope. That's right, exactly, right. That's like, oh, oh, that. All right, here's the guest cast for this week. Oh, I know that guy. He's the best. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. No, I, I thought that that was very, it, 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 they really tried to, to say, you know, you got a war going on here, but most people are just trying to make a living and, and trying yep. to sell well, and do whatever. Well, the other thing I told yeah. Jen today that is that, I, you know, she saw it yesterday, and I saw it several days ago, and with a bunch of other stuff going on. And I feel like, given enough time, I could complain about anything. My own wedding, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 given enough time, I can complain about anything. I almost feel like I want to try. I want to try and do these, or at least a version of one of my things, like immediately after, because that's when you're excited and you get that like first impression. And I feel like when I have time to sort of contemplate and think and see stuff online, it like sort of brings my brain down. To I'm actually the opposite a little, though. I, you know? Or at least I, I, I would say, like I said before, when you go see it again, see what you think too. Because, okay. Because I'm, I'm looking forward. I, I to mean, that. that movie just it, it, it was like, oh, so that's dense, why they right? did that, and that's this, yeah. and that's this. And, and you know, not not to be too over movie analytical on it, but <laughs> it, it just it just really, really to me hummed and worked. And I've heard the second time, um, I've heard a lot of people, uh, at least if you know the people that I see online that have said that they've seen it again, I I, I think that a lot of people are reacting like, oh yeah, because you're past the whole like, you know, oh Luke's not going to go with them, and like I was saying before, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're past all the concerns about all that stuff to a de- to a degree. Then you can just sort of like, okay, what is this movie really trying to say? Kind of a thing. Yeah, hey guys. I- I- yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Joe. I, I'm sorry. I got to hop. Um, All right, Brian. Avoid bet. He's, 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 Thanks, by the way, Jensen's running, Jensen's running around wearing a Stormtrooper helmet, firing a blaster right now. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you Star gotta go, Wars is You got to pull a lightsaber out on that kid. Yes. Yes. Hey, Brian. You got to go. Yes, I got sir. a question for you, though. Yeah. Yes, okay. What is your interpretation of Ray's Dagobah dark cave scene? She she went she went in there to ask one question and one question only who who are my parents even though she has in the back of her head she suppresses this knowledge that she her knew the parents answer. There aren't anyone so who does she see she sees herself because herself. Oh. So, she's basically she, she raised herself she, she raised herself she is her and parent yeah and 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 it, it and it's a nice mirror to the Luke and on Dagobah scene where he strikes Vader's helmet and he sees himself right. and so there's symmetry in that. And I think that is more more evidence that this is actually who she is. She isn't anyone. And like uh, like Rico and I think Jen said earlier, and Angela that said that her being nobody is so much more important than her being this somebody that fits into this narrative that has to be yeah. you've got to be this in order to be that. Because let me tell you something, you know. And this is not a knock on the prequels and the midichlorians and all that, but in 1977, when I was nine years old. I assumed the force was something that everyone could access, and some people were just Boom. better at it than others. And yes. 
And so I want the yeah. Force to be something I can have. And I may not be able to be a great Jedi warrior, but I could sit there and be quiet and clear my mind and commune with it. And, and that's, that is so much more valuable than, oh, no, 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 no. A Skywalker? Oh, sorry. No, you're out. You can't. Well, I think be you kind of don't want to be a Skywalker these days. They, no, they, they don't no. have a great. They don't have a great track record, frankly. <laughs> they do not. You know, they really so, don't. So, 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 Rick, that's 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 kind of what I felt about that that whole scene. But uh, hey, guys, great to talk to all you. Right, all right, yeah. See you later, Brian. Bye. Merry Christmas. Christmas everybody. Yeah. Take happy, care, guys. Bye. Have a great Christmas. Hey, regarding regarding yep. that, um, the explanation of the Force that Luke gives Ray, I loved. Because yeah. there was nothing in there about midichlorians. It's the definition that Obi-Wan gave him mm-hmm. that he passed on to Rey. Yeah. And that was the that's what we always thought the force was, not yeah. the scientific secular explanation little, of yeah, the force. And I love the way they did it yeah. too, because even when, when Obi-Wan explains it to Luke, it's to, it's more just like, I'm gonna sit here and tell you about it. But in this scene, he actually like I guess because you know, Ray had already sort of discovered some of her powers and stuff, you you, you felt her feeling it. Right. right. Yeah. And it, it it had a lot of weight to it. Right. You're right, Joe. Because because she was already sort of in it and invested in it and had been you know accessing it to some degree or some level, so it made more sense for her. And mm-hmm. um, and then it wasn't just this old man with a hokey religion and ancient <laughs> weapons and all. So uh, yeah, no, it, it it worked it worked well. We didn't uh, talk about the cool kickass uh, slicing scene. With the awesome audio, when the audio goes out, and it's this beautiful scene with oh the the, the hyperspacing through the, hyperspace, through the ship, yeah. thing. the hyperspace slicer. Yeah, I don't want to talk about amazing. ships in general, but that was yeah. I mean the 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 space battles in this movie were <sighs> ridiculous. Yeah. I mean at the gorgeous. beginning we have the bombers. You know we have yeah. the bombers, and I think in Star Wars up to this point, being you know fine, I'm probably the the ship nerd guy since Brian just left, but <laughs> you know. Bombers in Star Wars have always been like fighter bombers, like these little things that, you know, shoot a couple of bombs. We never we don't have the the equivalent of like, you know, B-29s or B-17s or or whatever, like these big bombers that can decimate. Yeah, they just have racks of bombs waiting to go. Yeah. And it was like the you know, and and that's the way they would be like they'd be escorted by other ships and they'd be super vulnerable. And, and, you know, if one of them Mm -hmm. got through, that was enough. Yeah, and and that was just incredible, and that also set up you know the whole the whole initial scene where you know how Rose right. comes into things, but yeah, I, I just found that to be great. I was very happy to see an A wing. Yeah, and you know just that the whole I think Jen said it in the last our, our last episode of <laughs> and, it opposed maneuvers. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, just, thinking of that, my dad, I was only three when the first movie came out. Uh, a new hope so i i wasn't brought to the theater to see that and i wouldn't have remembered it anyway but my dad and my mom like to tell the story of watching it because they both went to see it and the theater was packed and they had to sit on the very front row of the theater looking straight up at the screen <laughs> and the trench runs made them sick because they felt like they were in the cockpit of those <laughs> those x-wing fighters and watching that movie last night or yesterday afternoon mm. where um 
Poe is maneuvering his X-Wing and just throws the throttle back or whatever he's doing. I don't know. I don't fly. And it just kind of flips over and he, he attacks the ties. It, I felt those, um, the inertia <laughs> that my dad and my mom describe right. when it's they so, watch that movie. It's so visceral. Movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just it like, and, and the way they had it, like it was just so fluid. Like he'd flip around and the S-foils would open and close. And just like, it was like the, the ship was alive. Like it was just crazy. Happy beeps. Happy beeps. Baby. Happy. <laughs> and, and look, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta have a little, little uh, golf clap, uh, Gamma Quadrant golf clap for BB-8. I mean, my gosh, without BB-8, I I think they would all be dead, basically. Well, the same thing with R2. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked uh, I liked evil BB-8 that kept. Oh yeah, it gives him the oh, evil yeah. eye, the stink eye. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, and the, and the trash can <laughs> thing, putting the yeah. trash can over BB-8. Ah, very it's good, like very good. I like that. No, that 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 was good. I mean, BB-8 <laughs> was like uh, you know just everywhere. I I, I love that and the. Uh, you know, he when Poe and him are running to his ship and they get attacked there, and, and I think it was mm. Kylo's blast or whoever, and then they get thrown back, and BB-8's little top comes off, and he puts it back on, and he shakes it off, and like, you I, know, <laughs> and then he shoots all the little coins at the guy, and just all that, <laughs> that little was great, stuff. His little coin gun. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> hey, keeps, did you know that yeah. that was played by um, that character was played by uh, 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 Mark Hamill, the voice. He did a lot of the voices. In I the saw character. that in the credits that he had. He was. You know, he had like another role at least. I wasn't sure what character that was. It's was like it the Joker the, was floating around yeah. in there somewhere by trade now? Like yeah. his main thing is oh, he does he's great. He's on Metalocalypse. Oh yeah, he's a voice actor. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So it, I don't know. This is a little like a um, back information that you might find interesting. Uh, Joe knows this, and so does Chris. But the BB units from we learned in um, the new line of books were created to be to help um, uh, uh, soldiers with um, PTSD. Oh, cool. So that's why they're cute and cuddly. Cute, cuddly, round, and yeah. so I, I don't know about all these He's Poe's best buddy models, yeah. but <laughs> where's my droid? He, yeah, oh, nice to see you guys, but where's my droid? Yeah, right. Yeah, and he yeah it's like him. it's his, it's it's his like... dog, like you know, even more so than our two. Oh, hi, Finn. Hi, Rose. But where's my droid? Where's yeah. BB 8? Yeah. Yeah, no. Speaking, that... of, speaking of little tidbits, are you aware that um, Prince William and Prince Harry was in the movie? <laughs> I talked about that with Angela today, and Where? I don't know if it's true. I heard that it it was a joke that John Boyega, you know, threw out there that people well, he believed. visited the set. They no, visited no, no. the sets, but Ryan I... Johnson confirmed it. When? Sure. When was this? Because I read an article today that said that um, his a uh, Boyega's agent said that it was a joke. No, online, I found, I mean, I found it online, an interview with Ryan Johnson who said that that was the case. But, but did this, they confirm which storm? who are they or where are they? Yeah. they, were did the they two, say? On, when they were in the elevator with um, the, 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 the slicer guy. But there wasn't an elevator scene in the movie, was there? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Because I heard it was cut. No, no there the was. Movie. I saw it twice. Okay. In fact, it's when they I, get I caught. It, it was when they get caught, like basically. Slicer. Yes, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. It's right before they get caught. Right. There was yeah. there, there was like three stormtroopers in that elevator with them. So there are one these stormtroopers. One of them is Prince Harry, and the other one is Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah. Cause, okay, okay, yes. Yes. I had I heard thought that. that was pretty cool. Oh, and Gareth Edwards was in the, uh, was in the trench as well. Ah, cool. 
And Warwick Davis that. was in it? Yeah, Warwick yes. Davis. Warwick and Davis Gordon was the alien. Yeah, Jason, uh, Jason, uh, blah. Joseph Gordon. Yes. He was, he was the guy. <laughs> Which with, one? Uh, he was he the was one a, with the accent who was angry about the Millennium Falcon being parked on the beach. Uh, uh, whatever, uh, whatever the ship the gar- was. Yeah, parked, that, that kept yeah. talking about uh, okay, they can't park cool. there and all that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And also, I, I don't know if I brought this up yet, but um, um, Carrie Fisher's dog, mm-hmm. Gary, he was in it too. He was all done up with prosthetics. He was in the casino and one of the aliens was holding him. Aww. Yeah, he was at the... He was at the crap table or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Gary. So what does everyone think about the, what about the Maz Kanata scene? That was sort of just thrown in there. I liked it. I, I liked thought it was it, wasted. But it was I like, like her. Eh. It was fine. I mean, it was good. I mean, you can't shove everyone in here. I, I, I mean, and that's what I know, kind of felt like they were doing. With it? Ah, yeah, sho- just shoving her in there. You know, the things that I did have problems yeah. with, that's not one of them. No, not really. <laughs> I mean, I'm I good, I'm good with it. With I mean, it. she seems to know a lot of things. It makes sense that they would go to her for, for you know, hey, we need blah, blah, blah. You know, can you help us out? Do you know anyone? Yeah. It, it well, was, yeah. It's very possible that they put that one scene in there because she's going to be in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe Don't forget about a her. substantial role since, yeah. you know, maybe that's why she was in it. Mm-hmm. So, what are y'all's predictions for the next movie? Because I think we're going to see a lot of post force ghosts, lots wishes. of force ghosts. <laughs> I have wishes. Well, one, one thing that I'm really yeah. trying to figure out right now is is will it will it be like just a short period of time between the movies, or will there be mm-hmm. more time? Because, like you were saying earlier, I think Angela a little bit. It seems like if they're only a short time between these two movies, they're they're in big trouble. Like, mm-hmm. like if it's only like a year later or even six months or whatever, I don't know if we really knew. I mean, these movies were obviously, well, yeah, we, what am I talking about? Yeah, these, these two movies were basically squished back to back. I mean, there was no time. Within but days, yeah. They got, they got a Millennium Falcon full of people left. That's, a, that's all they got. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, they're in trouble. So maybe, this takes, parade. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the third movie takes place in the more, you know, in the future more. Where she has time, she has time to develop, build an army of Jedi. Because Luke says, Luke says that it only, you know, the war has just begun. So we need to see what he's talking about. Because surely the war can't be over in one movie. There's no more Death Stars or planet killers to destroy, unless they invent something else. And they killed Snoke. They killed Snoke. So we kind of need to see this kind of wrapped up in some way. And I think it needs more. I my wish though is I have two and they're sort of related is that somehow because of my issue with how big even at this point the um, first order is or whatever I feel like the only thing that would really make me believe in some kind of something you know bringing them down would be some sort of mutiny so like one of two things one that Kylo just goes so freaking nuts that everyone around him starts questioning him and tries to take over or um or that there's some sort of that Finn somehow creates a uh, a stormtrooper is like the first of many because like we've said this has only happened in the last few days right that that after Finn um left uh defected so he can't be the only one that has issues with what's going on you know, there's all these stormtroopers out there. What if more of them 
decide to defect. What if well, they're kind of them, set that? Yeah, they're kind of setting this, that up in the books. That even like uh, if any of you guys watch Stargate, like a Jaffa type of thing, you know, yeah. like getting them all and and saying, hey, you don't have to be. And I, and see, to me, I. I think it's cool the idea of the little boy being like the next star or whatever. But I think what it's saying, what I'm hoping that it's saying is that anyone can do it. Anyone can have, I, you know, we, I think Brian even said that before he left is this idea that, that it could be anyone, like anyone with the power could have the power and the, the every man and not just one person. It takes yeah, a bunch of people throwing off their chains and yeah, saying, we won't take this anymore. They're pointing to that a lot. I mean, like, you know, uh, except for the little fact that the, the you know, when the resistance or whatever is sending out all those, you know, signals and calls at the end and no one's no one's coming, no one's no one's answering mm-hmm. them. They're all kind of going, yeah. uh, I'm busy or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think they're certainly setting it up for other people to join their fight and join them mm-hmm. and try to question. do something. Well, you got to figure the outer rim is huge. So yeah. just because no one came then doesn't mean there are people out there that will join the right. cause. Yeah. So yeah, I don't sure. think they would be sure. regrouping in the outer rim to build, you know, a more of a substantial force. It'd be good if it could at least be 10 years. They can't make it too far out because no. they can't make Ray too old, right? So, yeah. but 10 years is good. And that's certainly enough time for, kids who are you know eight years old now to be old enough to fight in 10 years you know to develop right. jedi you know by that point because i mean in the eu books even though quote unquote eu doesn't exist in the <laughs> eu you know they had they had cloaked jedi ships that were all over the galaxy looking for a jedi it yeah, wasn't just cool. they came yeah. to corsican they were all over the uh-huh, galaxy yeah and training them wherever they found them. So mm-hmm. it would seem to me to make sense that trying to find the force, I, it'd be awesome if there was a, like, Ray could be like Professor X and, you know, <laughs> see the galaxy and go, oh, there's a Jedi, there's a Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, the the Chris and Joe brought up this good point of where have these force ghosts been all this time in Jedi Purgatory? What are they doing there? <laughs> and I, I was yeah. just thinking when we brought up the point of, um, you know, the the light always rising to meet the dark. Mm-hmm. What if the, the force ghosts activate the force within people? That, mm-hmm. You know, so everybody has the ability, but not everyone has the talent. And it awakened in Rey. Someone awakened it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that well, they- she awakened it herself, but also, like, I don't think, and, and Angela had said, you know, maybe just force users. I don't think that that's what they're going for. I think the Jedi will come back because Ray took the books and they were yeah. referred to as the Jedi religion, the books of the Jedi religion. And so I think that it's not. They're not going to be obliterated. They're they're coming back. There's going to be a new Jedi. Well, we also saw too that they that you know with Yoda showing up there that that even a Force ghost can have can do something to the real world, right? Right. I mean, physically, he pokes Luke. He calls lightning down to to set the tree on fire. So so you know you can have Force ghosts that show up and actually have an impact on things to some degree if they Mm want to. I don't All think they'll, well, I think I don't think they'll use that very much. But. Though, is that the way the Jedi have been doing things have not worked out that well. So sure. hopefully she can learn, take the good and bad from what she has learned so far and then apply that. 
Um, so it's not exactly the same. So I think like just the idea of like calling it the Jedi or calling it the Jedi Order is not necessarily what it is as much as having this Jedi Ideal. Well, I know. I'm just. I'm thinking right. that no, Luke's, exper- Luke's experience with the Jedi is very limited, as, mm-hmm. as far as what he knows about the Jedi, unless he's read those books that which we were told were not page turners. <laughs> and I don't know what those books him. had, and as far as the history of the Jedi, so who knows? Right. What the old Republic, you know? Well, that might like, be how Maz comes in too. Right. Yeah. Because she yeah, may maybe have she more. can recruit an army for them or whatever. I, I don't think because there's going to be also, a huge amount of time that goes by, though, because I yeah. think you're running the risk of yeah. of how do they get out of their current plight, right? Right. Like, I mean, you could. I guess you can sort of brush it off, like have a little crawl that says they've been on the run for five years and have barely, you know, but their new allies have shown up and you could pretty much explain it in that opening three paragraphs. Right. Well, there's enough people on the millennium Falcon to spread out across the galaxy to recruit. So I wouldn't discount them, you know, and and 10 years seems like enough time for them not to age Ray dramatically, but also to gather an army and train people. So, yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's, you know, they're force yeah. users and they're Jedi. I mean, we, we look at Rogue One and, yes. you know, the guy that's, you know, the, the forces with Magic me. Magic stick I am, man. And I am, <laughs> and the Magic horse, stick the man. With me. Right? So there are people in these Jedi temples who were force sensitive and force users, but who mm-hmm. did not identify as Jedi. And don't so identify it's as very Jedi. possible that there are people who will be come to their cause who can use the force but wouldn't necessarily be called, oh, we have a bunch of Jedi Knights Or now. Jedi Masters, right. Well, right, yeah, right. No, the, I those, like that. Those people, like that. too. And by the way, um, that character is Aaron's favorite Star Wars oh, character. I just found Russell's out today. Favorite. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But, yeah, yeah he's, he's an example of someone who probably doesn't have the talent, but can feel and believes in the Force. So... Like Angela was saying, everybody has the force, but not everyone has the degree to, you know what I mean? Like the talent to use it, to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. So, One of yeah. the hard things about these movies, and even the original trilogy had this issue to, to a degree. I think even the prequels actually had this a little bit better in hand is, even though I wasn't a big fan of all the politics scenes, we don't <laughs> really get a sense much in these films of, what's going on on all the other planets and what does the rest of the people walking around in the galaxy think about all this? Like, are they just going about their business? Is the, is the first order really the, this iron thumb that, you know, is really squashing planets and making the, I mean, that's very much a prequel thing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, like they, I think it's mentioned even in this movie a little bit and it's always been comes up. It's like, well, is it really that bad? You know, in other words, but, you okay, see them blasting the resistance, of course, or blasting wait, the rebels, but in, but you don't know, single... except the Canto Bite scene, Canto Blight, Bite, whatever it's called, you don't know wait, really what the rest is going you, on, what's going on with everyone, you know? You do see, though, that that slavery is permitted and tolerated, if not completely celebrated, and then you also know that, that the planet. way the stormtroopers are... Com- are are created is basically how the Romans created the Roman army back in the day is they take over and then they steal little boys uh, or little girls, who knows from their parents. And then they brainwash them into the army, which is sort of how the Jedi were 
too. And that is no, that's true. I mean, that's all. Well, maybe I'll that's a that. good case to say that maybe what you said, Angela, is you know maybe that's a good case to say. Well, maybe more of them will just go like, hey, this isn't so great. Let's let's go, guys. We don't need this. Right. And and, yeah. and to, you know, I rebel or whatever. And uh, right. So, I declare rebellion. Yeah. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what what happens. I mean, we should probably wrap up. I, it's getting yeah. kind of later here, at least. But. Uh, does anyone else have any final thoughts except, you know, it was a cool movie and everybody's probably going to go see it again at least. And uh, I mean, we could talk for another hour, but oh, you know, yeah. we'll probably just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys have I already have talked for what, like six movie. hours today, multiple podcasts or whatever. So, so Jen uh, wins the podcast. Jen wins the, the podcast. She's, I do. I'm so tired. I just, I just wonder how they're going to finesse Leia's character. Well, I said it real simply to Chris. We were, talking, we were talking and... about it. I mean, there's there's really only two possibilities, right? She, she's off screen, and and they just say she's off doing whatever, or they kill her off. You know, yeah. Yeah. Or, like they're, they're, oh, she passed away. Or, place, or she's passed away naturally, or something. Creature, and yeah. she's passed away in the you know during that time. Yeah. Or they completely CGI her through the whole movie. No, they already <laughs> said they wouldn't do that. Also, become a force ghost like Luke, just disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we think we're going to get Force Goose? For, force Goose? For, 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 <laughs> oh, force Goose? Goose. Force Goose fun. Luke? Uh, force Ghost Luke? Because I thought yes. that Mark yes. Hamill had already 100%. said he was going to be I in it. So. Right? I'm absolutely positive. And we've already been hearing Are that you? other other former actors playing, you know, Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin have also requested to be in the film yeah. as Force Ghost. So he's going to get his ass. chance. I want some Lando back. I want Lando to be back. Yeah, man. I think Lando would be good with the he shows up with Maz with a bunch of bunch of people to help him out. Or yes. You know, come on. Yes. They oh, better my friend Maz here tells me you need some help. <laughs> I was a Jedi all alone. Yeah. You know what? Also, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you mean Darth Darth Binks? Darth, yeah. Darth Binks. <laughs> yeah. That's my. You will call me master. Misa, call yeah. me master. <laughs> no, but I mean, in all honesty, I think with the with the the Leia thing, I I wouldn't be upset if you know the first line of the scroll of Episode Nine was General Leia Organa has died, mm-hmm. and the resistance is, and yeah, the that is one is way to do it are- cleanly, and, and and we all know obviously why, and and it you know it it would be okay, yeah, yeah, that would be okay. Yeah, she could have died from her injuries or know? something. Yeah, I mean anything. Yeah, it's a little cold and, out know, in and, space, and, and it could be you know the the rebellion building up you know recovering from that yeah maybe they have a monument and the film starts out that way they're there you know putting the last you know stone in place and somebody's speaking on uh, at her you know funeral thing or whatever that yeah they could do that there's a lot of different things but i i i was kind of happy that she made it to the end of this movie like you were saying i think angela that they didn't they didn't just go like oh gosh we got to kill her off and uh, i know we were gonna have her deal with that i know we were gonna have her come back in after she got blasted in space but maybe we should just leave her out there and uh nope 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 (laughs) that was too cool not to not to keep yeah yeah Yeah. i'm I'm glad they did what they did well all right folks we liked it Uh, hopefully people out there if you're a little you know give it another shot is all i'm gonna say and and try to make make up your own opinion and and try to flip that switch like i'm calling it and and just see what you think if you don't want it to be like a certain way from a certain point of view so uh hey rico yes yes sir mr as as a gift it is the holidays oh yes yes you sent me the the song present i made you a poem um (laughs) 
and you sent the file, and I'm going to put it on the end of this show. Thank Great. you, thank so you so much. You enjoy it. It's it's it's, it's very fun. All right. Okay. Thank you, Rick. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Thanks for uh, sending that to me today. Yeah. I'll tag that on the end of the show. A nice little Christmas poem for Mr. Moyer. So, uh, hey, thanks, everyone. It was really good to catch up. And uh, cool. everyone have a great holiday. And uh, may the force be with you. Merry Christmas. May the force be with you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Until next time. Until the Han Solo movie. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Later. Hey, I just want to uh, say a big thanks to uh, the co-host this week via Skype to talk about The Last Jedi. It was a great call, great conversation. Really appreciate everyone joining in. Chris, Joe, Jen, Angela, Brian, Rick, Pete, uh, and Rick Moyer. I just, uh, you guys are great. Uh, Fantastic chat. Uh, really enjoyed talking to you about this great movie. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I just want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate at this time of the year. If you do celebrate, uh, I just wish you all the best. I will be doing some kind of a special vidcast for Christmas, probably coming out, who knows, maybe on Christmas Day, maybe the day before, maybe the day after, not quite sure yet, but keep an eye on the feed. Uh, at Trex and Sci-Fi, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, if you feel like uh, jumping on Patreon and starting to uh, donate to the show for the costs and, and uh, host fees and all that, patreon.com forward slash Trex in Sci-Fi. And yeah, that's it. I I guess I'm going now. <laughs> all right, everyone. Take care. And uh, uh, to leave you this week, we have the poem by Rick Moyer. So stay tuned to listen to that. And hey, if go see The Last Jedi. I, I can't believe if you've listened to this podcast that you haven't already seen it. But if you have seen it, go see it again. Take your friends. Take your mom. Take your dad. Take your kids. Whoever. Take your dog. Cat. Bird. Whatever. Go see it. Because it is a good movie. Bye. "'Twas the week before Christmas, with everyone online. Shopping, eating, it was holiday time. When all of a sudden there arose such a disturbance, I called up my agent and checked my insurance. "'What was going on?' I yelled, with a glint in my eye. "'We're getting off work early to see The Last Jedi!' So I joined them, I did, with my lightsaber in hand, and watched again as the rebels took a stand." I squeed at the screen as Luke used his powers and noticed time flew by even though it was two and a half hours. The feelings I had while watching the movie made me happy and sad and really quite groovy. I laughed as I raised my glass of milk that was blue and shouted out loud, May the force be with you! And leaving the theater after seeing the sight, I said Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.